Get Sleepy is a production of Slumber Studios and is made possible thanks to the generous support of our sponsors and premium members. If you'd like to listen ad-free and access weekly bonus episodes, extra long stories, and our entire back catalogue, you can try out Premium free for seven days by following the link in the episode notes. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Get Sleepy, where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name's Thomas, and it's my pleasure to be your host. Tonight's story is the first of a three-part series written by Lily that we'll be releasing in full this week on Get Sleepy. You'll enjoy a beautiful trip through the Philippines, starting in the capital city of Manila and traveling out into the provinces. In this episode, you'll receive a warm welcome from your host before you set off to explore the bustling city streets. You'll be able to hear part two on Wednesday and part three on Thursday, all here on the public feed. We'll also be releasing a long-length stitched version of all three parts on the premium feed Thursday night. If you'd like to try Get Sleepy Premium, the first seven days are free, and you can cancel any time. The premium feed has over 500 stories and meditations available in full and completely ad-free. Plus, you'll receive a weekly bonus episode each and every Thursday. To find out more and sign up with the seven-day free trial to begin, go to getsleepy.com support or just follow the link in the show notes. Before we begin our journey through the Philippines tonight, let's relax and get ready for a good night's sleep. At this time, thoughts and worries may pass through our minds, which is only natural. I know it can be difficult to switch off. One thing you can do day to day to help with this is to try taking a short break every now and then throughout the day. 
during these intervals, allow yourself to stop whatever you're doing and just rest. Simply concentrate on your breathing or go outside for a moment and breathe in the fresh air. You may even choose to meditate for five or ten minutes. The practice of resting our minds during the day is helpful for sleep when it comes to nighttime. It allows us to find that place of calm more easily once it's time to settle down for the night. So, why not try it from tomorrow onwards? As for now, I hope you're feeling settled and relaxed in bed. Take a nice, deep breath in. Hold it. Then breathe out slowly. And again, breathe in deeply. And back out. As you relax, taking these slow, deep breaths, don't worry about trying to fall asleep. You'll drift off when you're ready. Just enjoy the comforting sensation of your bed supporting you. Enjoy the stillness of the space around you. And if you kindly make this show a regular part of your bedtime, then enjoy the familiarity of my voice by your side as I invite your imagination to carry you along on this beautiful journey tonight. Our story begins in a peaceful bedroom in Manila, the capital of the Philippines. You wake slowly. The sound of rain falling gently outside your window reaches your ears. It's so soothing. You lay there for a while with your eyes still shut, enjoying the feeling. The air is warm but a cool breeze washes over you. It's coming from the electric fan pointed towards your bed, and it keeps you at the perfect temperature. With a yawn, you open your eyes, and they adjust to the early morning light. 
the sun is just beginning to rise outside your window, and the curtains, which you left slightly open last night, flutter in the breeze. As you relax in bed, you think back to your journey. You traveled by plane. Your destination was the beautiful Philippines, a country made up of more than 7,000 islands. And yesterday, you arrived in the capital city of Manila. Your journey from the airport was surprisingly stress-free and easy. You had instructions from the driver who would pick you up. He'd told you to head to the area number five, outside the airport. As you stepped outside, through the automatic doors, you felt the heat of the city, and you could smell that holiday smell, hot and humid. It was evening when you arrived. You could see palm trees even here in the city, and you felt excitement pulse through your body. This was a real adventure. How lucky you were to be able to travel and see different parts of the world. After breathing in the new scents for a moment, you walked on, searching for the area number five. You found it easily. On the way, you rolled your suitcase past other passengers. There were families reuniting, tourists checking their phones for signal, and taxi and tricycle drivers looking to see who needed transportation. You found your driver waiting for you holding a card with your name on it. He greeted you warmly, welcoming you to the Philippines, and he took your bag, which he deposited in the boot of the car. Then he invited you to get in. You chose the passenger seat. As you set off, Pulling out of the parking area and out of the airport, you chatted about all the things you wanted to see in the Philippines. On the busy motorway, you saw lots of tricycles. They are motorcycles with roofs attached and sidecars. They could fit a couple of passengers or even a whole family. Then your driver pointed out one of the famous jeepneys. 
These are repurposed trucks, left behind after the Second World War, which have been turned into public transportation. The drivers have decorated them with different colors and with different themes. There is such a variety. Each jeepney has its own name. You saw one last night named Guadalupe, and another one named Sonic. The first had images of the Virgin Mary on it, while the other one had pictures of the characters from the classic Sonic the Hedgehog game. The back doors of the jeepneys remained open, allowing passengers to jump on and off as they needed. After pulling off the motorway, you travelled down a quieter lane, coming into a residential area. All of the houses had plants and trees bursting from every available space. There were rows of potted plants alongside blossoming trees. It was so colorful, and it made you smile, seeing how much care people took of their neighborhoods. The residents here made sure their communities were nice places to live. Finally, you made it to your destination for the next two nights. It was a house on a quiet street, just as colorful and well-kept as the rest. As you stepped out of the car and out of the air-conditioned interior, you felt the heat again. It was like being surrounded in a tight embrace, the humidity cleansing your pores. You looked around the street. A few houses down, a family sat outside their front door, drinking and chatting. Children played close by, and you could hear their laughter. Your driver knocked on the door of your accommodation, and an older woman answered. This was Tita Esther. Tita means auntie in Tagalog, which is one of the main languages in the Philippines. In Manila, both Tagalog and English are commonly spoken. Tita Esther welcomed you inside, knowing you must be tired from the journey, and showed you to your room. Inside was an enormous bed, a private bathroom, and windows facing out onto the street below. 
you couldn't wait to get some sleep. After showing you the facilities, Tita Esther said goodnight and left you to rest. This morning, lying on the huge bed in the light of the dawn, you can't even remember falling asleep. You must have been so tired. But now, as you stretch and spread out over the mattress, you feel refreshed and excited about the day ahead. In the bathroom, you wash using the tarbo. It's a traditional cleaning tool consisting of a bucket of water and a ladle or dipper. This is what you use to scoop the water from the bucket and splash over yourself. The water is cool and refreshing, waking you instantly and cooling you down. Once you're dressed, you head downstairs, where Tita Esther has laid out breakfast for you. It consists of pandasal, delicious Filipino bread rolls, and eggs. She shows you how to tear open the bread and put the fried egg inside. You taste it, and it is just as delicious as you had hoped. Then, Tita Esther pours you a fresh cup of sweet coffee, and you thank her profusely. What a perfect morning. Tita Esther opens up the front doors, so you feel as though you're sitting outside with the benefit of the shade that the building provides. The rain has stopped, and the sun is now beaming across a cloudless sky. From here, you can watch the hustle and bustle of the city beginning its day. A few tricycles go past, the drivers waving to you. Women, young and old, sweep the street outside their homes. Street vendors pass by, announcing their wares in rhythmic tones. Eggs, vegetables, ice cream. One of the vendors is selling taho. It's a warm and sweet breakfast drink made from silken tofu and syrup. Tita Esther encourages you to try it. You pay the vendor eight pesos, and he ladles the mixture into a cup for you. He wants to see if you like it. 
you take a sip, and the silken tofu slips easily down your throat. It is delicious and unlike anything you've tried before. You thank the vendor, who's pleased you like it. Then you watch him make his way down the street, calling out Taho for the neighborhood to hear. After breakfast, you decide you'll take a walk and explore Manila. Titaresta waves goodbye, and you set off in the same direction as the man who sold you the Taho. On the way, people stop to say hello and ask where you're from. They give you advice on what you should see while here in Manila. There's the world's first Chinatown, the vintage market nearby, and many beautiful churches. You could take a jeepney to one of the main museums. That would be a perfect plan. People point you in the direction of the correct jeepney stop. When you see the bus approaching, you spot the name of the museum on the card in the windscreen. You hold out your hand, signaling that you want to board, and the driver pulls over. As you climb in through the back doors, the other passengers scoot up so there's space for you to sit. The seats are two benches that stretch along the length of the interior. You count out the correct change and pass it to the person on your left. The money is then passed along to the front where the driver is. You drive through busy streets of markets, shops, stalls, and people. There's so much to look at, the journey seems to be over within minutes. The jeepney pulls over right outside the museum and you climb out. The building is huge and white, with columns in front of the expansive doors. When you step inside, it's like a sanctuary of cool air. There are different sections to explore, and today you choose to investigate the Museum of Fine Arts. It's enormous inside. There are around 30 galleries full of works by 19th century Filipino masters, as well as creations by modern painters, sculptors, and printmakers.
Here, there's some of the most beautiful art you've ever seen. You stop in front of a painting, taking in the colors and the story told in paint. This one is a large-scale piece with so much to look at. It tells the stories of life in the small towns of the Philippines, showing families, workers, animals, activities, sports, and more. The style of the art is similar to cubism, you think. The main colors used are blue and green, with splashes of red. It's vibrant and rich, and the longer you look at it, the more you see. You could spend hours just looking at this one painting. Without realizing it, you've spent all day inside the expansive museum, soaking up so much rich culture and history. It almost feels like you've traveled across the whole country without leaving the city. Although there's nothing like seeing the real thing up close, experiencing the sounds and smells, and of course, meeting the people. You make your way to the exit, thanking the gallery workers on your way out. As you step back into the daylight, you notice that the temperature is cooler now, and the sun is lower in the sky. The city is winding down for the day. You decide to take a short walk to a coffee shop and watch the traffic go by. There's a small place nearby with a table outside. When you take a seat, you're soon presented with a menu of coffees from different provinces. You decide to taste one from Palawan, as this is where you're traveling to next. When the waiter returns with a steaming cup of rich coffee, you ask him about the tricycles He says you should definitely experience riding in one before you leave Manila. However, the tricycles can only go a certain distance, so you may need to take it to a spot near where you're staying, and then walk. This sounds good to you. But for now, you're happy to sit here. The evening is warm, and with each moment, there's something new to see. 
the coffee from Palawan is delicious. The waiter has also brought a plate of hoppias to try. They are small, sweet pastries with a filling made from beans, and they're the waiter's favorite snack. They go perfectly with the coffee. You thank him and shake his hand before leaving. He waves you off, wishing you a wonderful rest of your trip. You head down the street, and soon a tricycle driver passes. When you wave him down, he pulls over. He asks where you're going, and you give him Titaresta's address. The driver nods and says he will drop you round the corner. He gives you the choice between sitting in the sidecar or on the back of the motorcycle. You decide to sit in the sidecar. It's small with a seat, and it's open on one side. Then, off you both go, whizzing down the road. A wonderful breeze blows through the sidecar. The tricycle is a faster way to travel than a jeepney, as it's able to navigate through tight spaces and down smaller roads. The roads begin to look more and more familiar, and you recognize you are getting closer. Last night, you remember seeing a big white house on the corner before your turning. It had windows with curved metal railings and plants bursting through them. You can see the house now. The tricycle driver pulls over to the side of the street and you climb out careful not to bump your head on the low roof. The driver checks that you know your way from here, before whizzing off. Birds are beginning to sing their evening song as you turn down the road with the white house on the corner. As you walk, people sitting outside their houses greet you. You recognize some of them from this morning. They gave you suggestions on what to see and pointed you in the right direction for the jeepney. The people ask you how your day was. You tell them how much you enjoyed the museum, and that you tried hoppias for the first time. They laugh and tell you to bring some back with you next time. 
you laugh too, and promise you'll do so. You arrive back at the house, to the smell of something delicious cooking. The front doors are open, and you walk in. You decide you will freshen up before dinner. Tita Esther shouts hello to you from the kitchen, and you tell her you'll be back down soon. She says sigue, meaning go ahead or sure. Standing in front of the basin, you run the tap and hold your hands under the cool water. Picking up the soap, you rub it between your palms, squeezing the bubbles all over your hands. Once you've rinsed off the soap, you lean over the basin and splash your face. This instantly wakes you, and you enjoy the feeling of the cool water on your skin. You reach for a soft towel that's hanging on a hook nearby, and press it into your skin, gently drying it. Much better, you think. Next, you leave your room and descend the stairs towards the delicious smell of dinner. The table is laden with a wonderful meal. A big bowlful of vegetables in a tomatoey sauce catches your eye immediately. This is a popular dish called pinakbet and it is served with white rice. Tita Esther comes out of the kitchen as you sit down, holding a bowl of rice. She hands it to you, and you spoon a healthy serving onto your plate, thanking her as you do. Next, you take some of the panakbat, pouring the sauce over the rice. Your mouth is watering. You wait for Tita Esther to fill her plate before tasting, so you can enjoy the food together. After pushing the rice, sauce, and some of the vegetables onto your spoon, you finally take a taste. The food is perfectly cooked. The vegetables are soft, but still hold their shape and texture, and the rice is fluffy and light. You tell Tita Esther about your day, and describe the painting that particularly stuck out to you in the art gallery. 
as you describe it, she nods, saying that it's by her favorite painter, Vicente Manansala. When she asks you what you think of Manila, you tell her it's one of the most uniquely wonderful places you've ever been. She's pleased you like it here. It's important to her that you enjoy her country. Tita Esther tells you that she has always lived in Manila, though she has also spent time in a province called Aurora, where she has family. She explains that she has two children who also live here in Manila and three grandchildren. Her husband worked as a captain on a cargo ship for his entire career. She gets up and brings you a photo of him in his uniform. He has a friendly face and stands saluting the camera. Tita Esther speaks of him fondly. It's clear she's a very proud wife. Before he retired, she says, he would be away for nine months at a time. At first, it was hard to be apart for so long, but they got used to it. When he came home, he would tell her about all the places he had traveled to. He went all over the globe and would always bring gifts for her and the children. At the moment, he is in Aurora, visiting friends. But usually, he would be here with her. It's a shame you didn't get to meet him this time, says Tita Esther. He's a lot of fun. Next time, you must visit them both and have dinner together. Smiling, you promise that you will. You feel so safe here with Tita Esther. She is natural at making you feel at home and well looked after. You feel as if you've known her for a very long time, rather than just a day. Then she shows you pictures of her children and grandchildren, proudly telling you about each of their achievements. She sounds like a wonderful grandmother. You tell her that her family are lucky to have her. Soon, your eyelids are getting heavy, and Tita Esther tells you it's time for bed. You need to get some rest 
as you have a long journey to make tomorrow. You'll be traveling to Palawan, a large island on the southwestern point of the Philippines. You've heard of its breathtaking beauty and are looking forward to being there. You head upstairs and open the door to your room. When you turn on the fan, the breeze ripples across the bedsheets. You get into bed beneath the sheets, your head resting on the pillow. Then you close your eyes, listening to the rhythmic movement of the fan blowing from side to side. The temperature of the room is just right. You think of the pictures of Palawan you saw when booking your trip. There are blue waters, white sands, coves, and palm trees. Then you think of the perfect day you've enjoyed in Manila. You spoke to locals, discovered the culture and art, and traveled around the city by way of jeepney and tricycle. And you ate delicious new foods which you would never have experienced anywhere else. As you begin to drift off, Thoughts of sparkling oceans and clear blue skies fill your mind. It's as if you're already in Palawan. And gradually, you sink into a peaceful, well-earned sleep and dreams of warm sunshine.